Scared Stupid. How's it going, everybody? This is Chris Bell, your host of Scared Stupid, and this is our first episode ever. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to this, and I hope you guys enjoyed what we have to talk about. We've got some awesome interviews with people to do today. Those will be coming later on in the show, but I think first I can I can go around the room real quick and say hi to my my special co-host here and uh you know my <laughs> my everything my rock Roswell. He he comes all over the place with me. I know you guys can't see him, but he is my humanoid alien skeleton. Uh, and you know the Area Fifty One thing has become such a popular thing now. <laughs> like it's really gone to his head. Yeah. yeah, lately I got in when security wasn't so tight. You right. Know? But now that all the Facebook stuff's back come in out, the day. Yeah. Now the Facebook stuff's come out and stuff's gonna get pretty heavy. <laughs> but and then you know super producer of the year Terry Snow. It's good to be here, Chris Bell. Yes, I'm so glad that you decided to have me here on yeah. Outlander Media Network. Right. Finally got you in studio. Yeah. After a good fanboy weekend. Heck yeah, man. Fanboy was a blast. And sure was. I think we're going to be talking about that later on, too. Sounds good. Yeah, man. But I think first what we could talk about is the awesome time we had in Rome. Oh, yes. Georgia. But yeah, That was a fun wrestling show. <laughs> it was an awesome wrestling <laughs> show for Next Generation Wrestling in GW, Tennessee. Uh, they do all kinds of stuff around the area out here in Knoxville. I know, I think, in the next couple of weeks, they have Uncivil War mm. coming up. Over at the Armory, right? Yeah, over there yeah, at the yeah. Armory. They're putting together another show at the El Patron yeah. Event Center. And they're also going to be at D1, I'm pretty sure, too. Yeah, they're going to be out at D1. Over in Carnes, Hardin Valley. <laughs> <laughs> so who? Let's see. The River Center Forum. Yes. Is that right. That was a that was a huge place. Yeah, that place was enormous. I can't believe they let us in <laughs> to, right. to do stuff. But we got so many cool interviews with people out there, and I got to host it. I got to yeah. be the ring announcer, there you and go. you guys. Oh yes. Yeah, Terry uh, Snow and the boys from uh, Halfle. Them Halfle boys and uh, Deadbeat Radio host Lance Adams. For sure. Yeah. We got to come out with a uh, Crazy Steve and uh, Rosemary the Decay. Yeah. We got to be some zombie bikers. It's badass. I finally got <laughs> to see the video of that. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That was good. yeah, that was good. Finally getting to see that we'll Trey and his juggalo makeup. Right. <laughs> but he looked great. Right, right. He looked super good, and I think I myself went through six costume changes that night. That's crazy. No Nobody asked me to do that. They asked me to wear a suit. <laughs> <It's Yeah>. like, <laughs> we showed up in black, and that was it. Yeah, that's all we needed from you all. I think Lance brought a costume change, but yeah. he's, he's Lance. So. But that's Lance. Yeah. So Jake James did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Jake yeah. James had the Rutang clan oh, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. belt on in his tuxedo. Right. That was a week before Bonner, right? Yeah, yeah. so yeah. he was geared up and ready for it. He kind of co-hosted it with you, did the he opening did. thing. Yeah, yeah, he did a big opening thing with me, which was a lot of fun. And he, here's the thing. When we were coming down the ramp, he's like, you want to slide in, bro? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. You want to be fucking edging Christian, bro? Yeah. So I slid in and looked back, and he's just hopping up on the ring apron, climbing in. He goes, I realized I would have like popped all the buttons off my shirt if I'd have done that. I destroyed my knees. I didn't oh, realize how bad a shape I'm, I'm in since I haven't been in ring mm-hmm. in over five years and then you had to host the rest of the show yeah and then i had to host the rest of the show with bad knees 
Uh, Who was that one Matt Caden said, I think, was the guy that did the moonsault uh, in mid-match against the lynch mob, and his knee oh, yeah, that's right. was completely destroyed, Yikes. and he still climbed up, and like they, they carried him in the back, and man, yeah. he, his leg was all kinds of busted up. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. That was rough. Yeah, I saw when it happened, I was like... Is it kayfabe or is it not? I was no, because like, no, what a trooper! He kept going. He, he, I'm pretty sure he blew his knee out before he did the moonsault, <laughs> and then he still Damn. hit that. Yeah. Hey, wrestling! You finished the match. Mm-hmm. Can't do that in regular sports. No, no matter what, <laughs> the show must go on. The show must goon. That's <laughs> so. Getting out there in Rome, um, we got to meet up with Joey Ryan. Oh yeah, that was and f- Rebel. Awesome. Yeah, that was super cool. They sat down with us, uh, Mr. Shane Andrews, a good friend of mine. A lot of these guys, uh, I for those of you who don't know, I myself was an independent professional wrestler for three years. Nice. Uh, yeah, before <laughs> I decided to get into comedy, uh, my name was Casey Rush. The when slow I, transition. That's you know. That's actually. I didn't even realize that I was going to talk about that. But I'm wearing the oh, yeah. vintage, oh, throwback, the old school merch, the old school Casey Rush, <laughs> real buff beneath. Because <laughs> I go. was yeah. Because I was fat. So uh, my whole okay, thing okay. was you know under all this under I'm all ripped. Fat, yeah. Yeah. Under all the fat. I'm well, fat. actually, after that show, like Trey wants to be a wrestler now. Yeah. And he's been plugging it like the last three episodes <laughs> a half. I was like, I'm go train boys. I'm go train boys. Yeah. He could do it. Oh, he yeah. They'd love him. They would right. absolutely love him. He would just have to get trained by the right people. Right. Or he'll get beat up. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, he was super excited after that show. So it's you know being there in it is a whole totally d- d- different experience oh for sure i had people coming up to me telling me that was their first show they'd ever oh, come wow. to and like we had made it such an enjoyable experience for them that's what's up yeah my, my it was fa- a great show oh yeah my favorite thing is when i get to host things people come up to me like i put the show on <laughs> like they're thanking me yeah. for it I'm like you're very welcome that i makes what I can. in some occasions hosting is you put on the show but not in all occasions yeah not so, all yeah. the occasions <laughs> um, i know a lot of hosts that put on the show as well but sometimes you're just getting paid Right, that's, that's the best. And I, you know, th- an unaired moment that I don't think anyone will ever have gotten a video of or oh, no. anything. <laughs> um, my dear friend Tommy Phillips, uh, also known as Sean Schultz, uh-huh. has been in this business for close to twenty years. Damn, doing this, he's had more extra spots in the WWE than any independently contract. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, he's been under, Undertaker goons he, yeah. and uh, mafia he's, guys for John Cena. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's been it all. He was the French fries with uh, it was Fandango. Oh was that, nice. Yeah, yeah. So was he in the uh, fuck Adam Rose? Was yeah, that the Adam Rose. That that's who. Yeah, the Party Adam Express Rose, the Party or whatever. Express. Yeah. He was the French fries in the Party Express. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so he uh, he actually just retired from in ring competition and started doing right. uh, referee work. Oh, there you go. Well, uh, back back when I was doing stuff, I uh-huh. stole a pair of his wrestling trunks from his closet <laughs> with right. the intention of wearing them to the ring one night. And then I forgot, and I got out of wrestling. <laughs> so while I'm packing my bags, I'm going through old stuff to go out here to go to Rome, and I found his old trunks. Oh. And I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> so mid-show, he, like, what was worse is I put his gear on, mm-hmm. and I'm in terrible shape. I'm <laughs> pale and flabby, and it's awful. Right. And he has, like, 
not even biker. They're trunks. They're right. basically speedos. No, yeah, he's swole. I see him. Yeah, he's, he's a, jacked. He's I'm jacked not. Dude, yeah. <laughs> so it, it almost got ruined because I'm standing there behind the curtain and he's coming back up the ramp. Right. So <laughs> someone goes around the corner they're like, no, 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 we need you back down in the ring. Right. And he's like, well, where's Chris? And he goes, he, he's back here. We just we just need you to go back out in the yeah, ring. Yeah, because he was like refing and running parts of the show too. Yeah. So he's back and forth. He was yeah. like our go-to for stuff we needed. So Tommy's awesome. Yeah. He's a great guy. He was the man. Yeah. Seeing his face though. When I came, like the genuine, what are you doing right now? That came out of his mouth. Oh, that's hilarious. He didn't even remember the trunks until, like, he's, he was like, oh my God, where did you? I thought I lost those. Nope. Years ago. How long had it been, did you say? It had been five years. Damn. I had held onto those trunks for five years and then <laughs> revealed them again. Oh, that's hilarious. I don't know, maybe one day you'll find it on tape. Yeah. Is that how you found our entrance? Were you looking yeah. for you were looking for that on I was, tape? Yeah, I was just looking for something. I was like, any clips of this I could find would be great, but Oh man. Yeah. But no. Alas. And um I did enjoy a lot of the uh the fan interaction mm-hmm. that we got. Jake James, I know, commented that he wishes every comedy crowd was as easy as a wrestling oh, right, crowd yeah. is. Because you can just say anything. Just yeah. one fall. Right. One fall and everybody's in it. Well, that's that's the like wrestling. You're supposed to be like a uh, part of the experience. The yes. the audience is supposed to be part of the experience as well. You're supposed to hype up the wrestlers and you know oh, yeah. get them going and stuff like that. So and that was something I always loved. Like I it, I, I was the babyface at first when mm-hmm. I came in. Then they swapped me to heel. I was I was a heel for a long time and I enjoyed I I, I did enjoy the crowd interaction with people but people take it way too seriously sometimes oh as a heel yeah yeah <laughs> I, I had my tire slashed oh geez. one night after a show Yikes. Uh, a friend of mine got stabbed in the arm oh, my. like it was just a tiny little pocket <laughs> knife that this old man had but he totally stabbed him right in the bicep <laughs> because he pissed him off that's hilarious it's like those old stories of the ecw guys getting into fights in the parking lot yes after the Philly shows and shit like that. It's very real. There are times you have to be escorted to your vehicle in Sweetwater, Tennessee. In Sweetwater, Tennessee. <laughs> it happens. Those people are all about their wrestling. Uh, but uh, Lance got recognized there because uh, there's some people from Knoxville that just went down to that show. So yeah. Lance got recognized there as well. So, yeah, the fans were great. The it was fan so base there was great. Coincidentally, though, doing comedy at a wrestling show. <laughs> went terrible oh yeah Dude, we, we that's on one of the that's on the halfle we have a halfle with a with we did like 10 minutes of a live podcast before it yeah. um yeah and we stopped when you guys started doing comedy and it uh yeah you guys are so i came over like please you you want to do a tight five right everybody over here wants to do five minutes they're yeah. like oh no not well, in this Lance, Lance agreed to it and then when you guys started he was like i am out <laughs> <laughs> It was like, it's like I watched the Titanic sink and then still went ahead and gave my ticket to somebody. He's like, I'll get on. It's fine. Let's go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That was not good. Not at all. Jake kept trying to tell me. He's like, let's not do this. Yeah, I know. Jake was like, let's do it in the ring. I'm like, no, we'll do it in the VIP room. It'll be fine. Like, no, it was not fine. It was not fine. I should have just done it in the ring. But... Jake, he, I think Jake got more perks there than I did. I kept coming in the back. He's like, you're doing great, baby. He's eating catering. And just <laughs> like, oh, dude, we got bags of hot dogs, dude. They were giving us like just bags of hot dogs for free. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. 
we yeah, we made out of there. We had to pay for our drinks though, but we got bags of hot dogs. That's what's up. <laughs> See, wrestling shows, yeah. man. That's how they pay people. Is yeah, in hot dogs. Right. I met I met the owner of the place, and I just started swapping cards with him, and he gave me free hot dogs. See, that's that's what people don't understand. The currency in comedy is drink tickets, and for wrestlers, it's hot dogs. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, man. You go down to the Alcoa Flea Market or the Green Acres. Green Acres. That's a Green Acres Flea Market. Oh boy. There's tetanus in every corner and magic in the air. Right. Yeah, we had to take the Trail of Tears to get down to Rome. So. Yeah. Oh my God. Welcome to Trail of Tears Highway. I was like, this is a real thing. <laughs> this oh. is a real thing. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't get over that. I was like, wow, this is a monument. Okay. This, is, this is a real monument here. <laughs> So NGW was awesome. Yeah. That was absolutely one of my favorite shows that I've done in a long time. Yeah, I can't wait to go to another one. They're great. Yeah, hint, hint, NGW. <laughs> Hit your boys up. Hit your boys up. We'll go to Asheville or something. Yeah, man. <laughs> you, you heard in-ring commentary, anything, man. Anything. We're your people. Right. <laughs> it was a great show. It was an awesome They got show. Sean Spears coming on their next one. That's dope. Yeah. like Rich Swan. Oh, yeah. M Dog Matt Cross. Yeah. Oh yeah, Matt Cross, M Dog. M Dog Twenty, baby. Yeah, there you go. Get some big big names over there. Oh yeah. The big one for us was Joey Ryan. That was great. Yeah. Joey was just such a super genuinely sweet guy too. Right? Because yeah. I know he gets bombarded constantly mm-hmm. because of the character he portrays with right. the stupid dick stuff. Like, but he's like super nice. Yeah, he's and... like great. Did you know he was in a, an episode of Seinfeld? Really? He was Did not know that. Yeah, in uh, an episode he's um Oh man, his name's like Lynn or something. He's the dude. He's, he's, he's like, he's just this real dude guy <laughs> in the whole episode. Lyle. That's Lyle. his name. Lyle the dude. Oh my. Is in an episode of, yeah, Seinfeld. Joey Ryan. Yeah, I was I was surprised at how nice he was and like somewhat conservative he was like when he's not like doing the Joey Ryan character. Right. I was like, he's, that's what's up. That's really. But I he's thought, still a good sport about the dick stuff, yeah. even if he's, you know. He's like, he did that once and mm-hmm. now it's. Right. Okay, it took off. But he's still cool about it. Like, yeah. He's not like, oh, you know, like the, stop, that's not the song. I hate that song. It's not, I hate playing this song. <laughs> I, see, I did a character years ago called The Tree Wizard. There you go. I, Makes we, sense. We, we, had, we, had t- we had a TV show called RGE Wrestling. Oh, okay. Uh, and my whole character was I didn't want to work out or train to be the best wrestler. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to come up with the perfect gimmick. There you go. That's how I was going to win. So every week I would come out with a different character mm-hmm. that I would try to win with, and I would get destroyed in like 10 seconds. There you match. Go. And one of my characters was the tree wizard, oh, and I had the power to control anything that was a tree. <laughs> and uh, I, I slapped Jeff Connolly in the face with a twig, oh, and he go. gave me an old elbow. and It was a triple threat, yeah, and I was the tree wizard. That character carries for me still people will comment on my old casey rush page and be like tree wizard <laughs> that's how uh, the boogeyman got over yeah man he was just like a street performer or something he used to do that <laughs> boogeyman shit in like new orleans and they're like uh yeah you want to come get beat up like, you want to yeah. he's like absolutely <laughs> yeah that sounds like a much better idea or like enzo like he couldn't wrestle at all it's like all charisma uh-huh he's just a manager that they put in the ring sometimes with a big dude that's what Tom Pritchard told me that I would. He was that Casey Rush will never in his life be a great technical wrestler. Nah, but he's yeah. one of the most entertaining people I've ever watched. Yeah, you got to go into knowing that. Yeah. Thanks, Doctor Tom. I appreciate that. That's a good philosophy for life. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be a champion, but, but <laughs> yeah, but but no. <laughs> but you can get in where you fit in. You can get in where you fit in, buddy. <laughs> good philosophy on life. Yeah. So you definitely need to check out NGW. Mm-hmm. Listeners out there, go look them up. Next Generation Wrestling Tennessee. 
some of the best talent out there. Yeah, definitely. So now I think I think I'd like to go into uh, something here on the show that we're gonna call the mythical beast of the month. That's right, where every month, every time we do a show, every episode we put out, we are going to be paying homage to a certain cryptoid out there in the world. <laughs> Cryptozoology is a whole, you know, that's a whole thing. People go to college for that that's now true. and stuff. It, they dedicate their whole lives, they neglect their children. Mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> I did. I watched, <laughs> I watched an episode of Wife Swap where that Ooh. was these people's. I love Wife Swap. But. <laughs> But their whole job was they were, uh, they kept calling him, and I'm sorry to refer to our guest ahead of time, um, but they kept calling him Swamp Ape. Swamp Ape. Which, that's not, that's just like a monkey that got loose in the the water. Right. That's not not an actual, his proper name is the Skunk Ape. The Skunk Ape. Yes. The the illustrious Skunk Ape, a.k.a. the Swamp Cabbage Man, (laughs) a.k.a. the Stink Ape. Uh-huh. A.K.A. the Florida Bigfoot. Okay, this is okay. like a, a second cousin to Bigfoot. Yeah, right? this is yeah. like Bigfoot's second cousin that lives mm-hmm. in Florida. Right. <laughs> he retired to the Everglades right. and smells terrible. This is Bigfoot man. Yeah, he's Bigfoot. People say they've seen him in North Carolina and Arkansas, but those people are just trying to jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> Florida's where, okay, we all know what goes to Florida. That's if true. any state in this country produced a cryptoid like this, it was Florida. <laughs> right. Skunk Ape's known, it got its name from smelling terrible. That's just what it does. It walks around, it grunts and growls and smells bad. (laughs) But he did get a cool cameo in The Devil's Reject, not The Devil's Reject's House of a Thousand Corpses. Did he? Yeah, in Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses, there's a small scene where uh, he films this man and wife. uh, It's a very grainy footage out in front of this old Mm -hmm. shack. And the man is talking about how he's going to find Skunk Ape and kill him because he performed lurid acts on his wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she got sexed up by the skunk ape. And, <laughs> and that's a real thing. I have a, a newspaper article that I got from a thrift shop years ago where this woman was talking about she got raped by skunk ape. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, skunk ape slipped in on her in the night and I'm sexed I'm pretty sure her. that was just like a guy in a gully suit, <laughs> yeah, you know, like a ghillie suit. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't showered for a uh, month. There's a skunk ape in New Orleans. Uh, something. <laughs> something. <laughs> oh, so I, I don't know. And uh, like a lot of the people in national park services, they call it a fake. Yeah. They say people don't know what they're talking about. But I don't know. How can you be so sure? You know. Uh, a lot of times, they bears get mistaken for Bigfoot. That's a, one of the go-to's they uh, throw out there. But pretty sure there's like video of skunk skunk ape on like a hunting cam that i've seen oh before. yeah there's this is a very real thing i when i was in boy scout camp i uh i think i saw a wendigo in the Ooh, woods yeah while i was walking around and i ran back and i told my camp counselors this uh-huh. i was like i definitely saw this and they're like well please don't walk away in the woods alone by yourself yeah, they're anymore. like it's probably a, <laughs> a bear or coyote or something no, i <laughs> wish that's what they would have told me what <laughs> they told me was wendigos are real they were like actually it wasn't that but um Sometimes raccoons are known to get messing around in the forest, and they'll stand on each other's shoulders. What? And I was like, what <laughs> Ringling Brothers raccoon circus do you think I walked up on? Oh, that's interesting. So forever now, when people are like, I think I saw Bigfoot, I'm like, you sure it wasn't two raccoons in is a trench coat? Is that true? Is that scientifically scientifically accurate? I never looked it up because I was so <laughs> mad that that's, like, that was your answer. It was just two aerobatic raccoons 
no, it's a Wendigo, bro. Yeah, total Wendigo. No, yeah, the Skunk Ape's the one they go to. I'm pretty sure I watched a Destination Truth episode on the Skunk Ape. Yeah, Skunk Ape's very real. And they got hunting footage in Florida. He's, See? How do you deny hunting footage? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> you can't, I guess, but there are a couple ways. But yeah, he roams in like that New Orleans, swampy Florida area. Yeah, man, he doesn't, you know, Arkansas. What's for him in Arkansas? There he is, right there. <laughs> See that? Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow, those are raccoons stacked on top of yeah, each other. Yeah, there's just two raccoons standing it's on... It's three. There's four. three raccoons. Oh, they really do do that. They actually do. But is it getting food? Is yeah, that what it's doing there? Feeder. It's okay. See, there's <laughs> no. there was no food anywhere. So maybe they were practicing. Maybe they go. They practice getting <laughs> on each... True. Stacking each other. Because <laughs> when you find the food, you got to be ready. I learned... I just learned something. <laughs> I've never seen a picture of four raccoons <laughs> on top of each other. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you you be the judge let us mm-hmm. know let us know in the comments what, what you think if skunk ape's real or if it's a band of raccoons yes. stacked on yes. top of one another well that would make sense for the stench they're always in garbage yeah hmm. did we cra- i think we're on to something <laughs> it could be four raccoons stacked on top of each other i don't know skunk ape's pretty terrifying though that's what i like to think i like to think skunk ape's just roaming around out there eating garbage roaming in the swamp well, especially in Florida, that's where it makes sense. I mean, Florida has living dinosaurs and yeah. alligators. They they have, like, an anaconda problem now because people just let their pets out, and now they have, like, 50-foot anacondas in Florida now. Yeah. So, like, if anywhere where it's going to happen, you're going to have an undiscovered species, it's definitely Florida. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, they, like, with all the bass salts in the water. And the Did you hear about meth gators? <laughs> meth gators. In New Orleans? Yes. Did you hear about that? Uh, oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I absolutely heard about that. <laughs> that's, that's what, you know, you put the flocka and the bath salts together, <laughs> and it'll spawn a species of skunk ape. It's possible. I don't know. Well, thanks for joining us, skunk ape. We appreciate you. <laughs> he was on the show the whole he, yeah, time. Yeah, he, he was on the talk. show. You just, yeah, he's he's not trying to let his, you his know. special guest, skunk ape. <laughs> yeah, special guest. Take it easy, buddy. <laughs> So, yes, we have confirmed he's real. Yeah, we confirmed. We just, but, you know, you can't see him, and I know there's a lot of naysayers out there, so whatever. Don't believe the haters. Yeah. I, what is that, that Earth, nature's miracle skunk spray that they use yeah. to get, that smell off of people? There you go. We're going to get sponsored from them now. It was just some, <laughs> it was some dude in a ghillie suit and deer piss. <laughs> skunk ape. That's crazy. That damn skunk ape. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. I'd like to find something that'd be interesting. Yeah, maybe we can go hunting someday. Yeah, that's a we'll good go, idea. I think that's a great idea. We'll we'll start <laughs> doing cryptoid hunts right. in the night. Absolutely. Right. I'll buy equipment and everything. I feel like every B channel has beaten that horse though already. Right. <laughs> that's true. Maybe we gotta storm uh Oak Ridge National Laboratory or something. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted a, sh- a travel show where you where you, it was just a travel show mm-hmm. and you go places and then it turns out it's haunted. Like, okay, there like, you go. like a Scooby Doo <laughs> show. Like we were just going on vacation. <laughs> Soinks. <laughs> you get more footage than any of those ghost shows combined. Right? What's going on? That's <laughs> crazy. Oh well, I think we've. We've made it to a good point yes. to, to bring the people in. Uh, I'd like you all to stay tuned. We have exclusive interviews with Shane Andrews, Rebel, and Joey Ryan from the NGW Win in Rome show. So stick around for that. Listen into those interviews, and we'll be right back. All right. What's going on out there, everybody? I am here at NGW in Rome, Georgia, with the wonderful, the bad boy himself, Mr. Shane Andrews. Hey, well, if he's... Hey, it's me! 
This is my very good friend Shane Andrews. We are very good friends. We are good You're friends. You're looking cute today, too. I, by the you way. know, I tried to really do it up some. Like it's, it's been. Cute, I like that. How long has it been since I've seen you, Shane Andrews? Um. Well, I mean, are we counting last night together, or or not counting? So before that. Uh, Maybe a year or two. A year or two. Yeah, it's been. Because I was yeah, at Sean's apartment, like, and you were there. Absolutely, I came into Sean's apartment. Have you ever stole from Sean before? Yes. <laughs> and I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm like very, six years ago. Maybe? Yeah, maybe six years ago, I might have stolen our very good friend Sean Schultz's trunks from his closet. A pair of wrestling trunks. Okay, yeah, he's he's right over there. But uh, I'm hoping to wear them to the ring tonight at some point in time as a way to. I've seen this guy in spandex underwear, and he looks amazing. Yes. Three thumbs and all. So, Shane, when did we meet? Well, how long ago was it? It's, it's it, been six years now. When we met? I thought we met before. Eight years. Yeah. Nine years. Because I kicked you a lot. You kicked me a lot. I picked you up in a baby blue powdered bug. You did? The very first time I ever met you in a Sizzler well, parking be- lot. Well, that's because my car was torn up. Yep. And this girl that I was... um dating uh said i could use her car yeah so and it just happened to be a powder blue volkswagen bug yeah with like the eyelashes on it i looked really cute driving yeah. down the road by that's the all i'm gonna say so shane what's the thing you're most excited about this evening um anthony lucasio yes the, he <laughs> hey. is the most that, that's it right here i'm excited about this what are you eating buddy yep. it is free food free food all the way from demon bunny yeah. mr anthony lucasio mm-hmm. How about that? This is, uh, we're doing an interview here. Oh, just a right. little yeah. video interview. I'm talking to you okay. guys. It's been forever since I've seen either of you. Mm-hmm. Did you recognize me when you first saw me? I actually did. I said, that's Casey Granola right Casey, there. Casey <laughs> Granola. I'm, Casey Granola. I'm, okay, see, I knew, uh, like, Plunky didn't remember me. Mm-hmm. I just figured you weren't that excited to see me. <laughs> no, I, I, I was. You're the tree wizard. I was the tree wizard. He is the tree wizard. Yeah. That, what they're referencing to, I did a character one time. On a television show, it was over, and it was the most over character I ever did. Yeah. I was the tree wizard. Well, I had. No, I kind of liked. What was the one brother? I'm cutting prices. Like you were like. Oh, the, I was the Ingles uh, cashier. Yeah, Ing- yeah, Ingles. Yeah, I was an Ingles cashier. I was the Miami Vice guy, ready to shoot on somebody. Yeah, uh, I didn't like that one. No, yeah. the prince. They're the king. Or yeah. I did the prince because the king's been too over. But overdone. the tree wizard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah everybody's. A, but Tony, what do you think about this? I almost cussed. I can't this do is like that been the lo- like the longest ongoing rib ever to try to. Six years yeah. ago, he steals a pair of Sean Schultz's trunks out of his apartment. Sean, uh-huh. to this day, doesn't know. Doesn't know I have them. Waiting for the perfect opportunity, like tonight. Right. To come out. Oh, he's gonna put them on. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, gotcha. Jesus yeah. Christ. So here I we are. This. this is this is the Brothers man right over there. here. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Man that, that brought that's us Sean, all, guys. yeah. Uh, the guy with the flavor shirt yeah. on. That is Sean Schultz. All right, Olin Mills, come back over here. Olin Mills, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> all right, but yeah. Oh six yeah, six years yeah. to build this rip. Yeah, like he's okay. been waiting for it ever. So I really want. I was gonna just give him back to him, and I was like, no, okay. I can't do that. So I really want his music to hit, and I'm gonna come out and do his whole thing. Everybody, shut up. Like that. No, no. You don't like it. No. Don't like it. No. What? Oh, I do like it, but <laughs> nah. Okay. Nah. It, Tony gave it the no. Well, it's not entirely his show either. It's right. Cody, and Cody's here. He's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing on my show? You know <laughs> what I mean? True. Here comes brother with the Joker hat on and Sean's gear on. Talking about, <laughs> well, good, you know. <laughs> Silence! Yeah. Silence! Shut up! 
<laughs> everybody will be like, fuck you. You know? <laughs> I thought that was the announcer. Not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. What if you come out in Sean's gear as my valet? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Now you're cooking with gas. Yeah. yeah. I have to announce the first match. And the divorce rate will go up in the top. <laughs> That's fine. You can still announce the first match yeah. as like you're walking out with me. So I guess all we need to do... the whole time is just don't yeah. sell it. Yeah, I'll just don't have it all. the fact that you have on tights yes. and a jacket and a hat. Who cares? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. The whole time. time. Okay. That's it. And, and just say, ladies and gentlemen, your announcer, Casey Granola. And just don't ever even like. Yeah. Tree like, wizard. This the is tree how, yeah, I'm a wizard. fucking tree wizard. I can wear whatever I want. Yeah. Like I'm Tarzan. so glad I'm back with my wrestling friends. Yeah. So, thank you guys for talking to me. No yeah. problem. And, and you're you know, this time. Yeah. yeah. And you're. We'll see how the night well, goes. Like hey again, everybody. Still here at NGW at the beautiful. I don't know the name of this forum anymore. I've said it so many times. The Forum River Center. We are here now with Rebel and Joey Ryan, who have a pretty big match tonight. Yeah? You are, are you ready? Do you feel prepared to take on the decay? Oh, born ready. Born ready. Born ready. Because you know what? Crazy Steve was with me first in Menagerie at Impact Wrestling. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. There's some bad blood. You've got the inside scoop. Uh, yeah, I know the tricks. Uh, I thought I was coming to Rome, Georgia to watch the Rome, the Rome Braves play, yeah. which is a single-A Braves affiliate. Yeah. Uh, so, and then I guess, I mean, I guess if I'm going to be here, I might as well wrestle. Yeah, they sh you showed up and they're like, put on, put on the thing and do the dick stuff. That's what we need. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I it know. writes itself. Um, it's, I know. I know you love it. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, Decay will be interesting, you know. Yeah. Be very, very. There's a clash of style and character. That's right. Two complete. It's is like Abercrombie and Hot Topic. Yeah. I feel confident on, in yeah. Joey's dong power. That's for see. Sure. I was gonna let you bring the dong power tonight, but oh, okay. That's see. A lot of dong power flying around here at NGW with Rebel and Joey Ryan. I feel. I'm claustrophobic here in between. I feel the dick energy just pulsing through both of them. So stick around tonight because we're going to see them take on the decay right here at NGW. It's Alien. Alien. Alien Expo. Coming to the Knoxville Convention Center August 17th and 18th. Enjoy a full weekend of UFO and alien phenomena. There will be vendors, music, lectures, meet and greets, book signings, and more. Come in your best alien or cosplay costume for a chance to win cash. Go to AlienXPO.com to grab your tickets now and get ready for the invasion. <laughs> Scared Stupid. Welcome back to Scared Stupid. I'm Chris Bell, your host. How about those awesome NGW interviews? Isn't Joey Ryan an absolute delight, Terry? Oh, he's the best. Right? It's fun getting to film him. Right? Thank yeah. you for being there to film him. Right, that's, yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I can't tell you how much I really do appreciate that, you guys. Like, teaming up with you has been one of the best things I've done in recent years. There you so, go. When worlds collide. That's right. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. fun. And we got to be part of the main event with Joey Ryan and Decay. So yeah. that was it was a fun event all around. I'm just I'm glad we got to do it. And like we said before the break, I hope we get to do it again. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. 
So now I think we can go into a little spin called Creature Feature. Where we can talk about some of the hottest horror titles that are coming out here in the next few months or so and maybe give you a little something to check out tonight for yourself. First thing I think we can talk about, uh, It Chapter 2. Ooh. Yeah, that's coming out. Everybody saw the first one. I know I was a huge fan of the original when mm-hmm. it was just the TV movie. Right. And <clears throat> it scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> right, as it should. We were, we were kids at the time, most of us, mm-hmm. so when we saw that, it was pretty creepy. Yeah, Tim Curry still. I mean, I know he was Nigel Thornberry, but right. he'll always be Pennywise. Yeah, see, like that's why I wasn't sure about the reboot, but I really enjoyed the reboot as well. Yeah, I, I did. I think they did an awesome job. I get scared when a lot of horror movies get remade because of CGI. Right. CGI, I feel like people depend on it so much instead of using it as right. Uh, just a you know. I, well, it's easier to manipulate. It saves it surprisingly saves them money, even though it's expensive because oh, you don't yeah. have to have all that practical shit on set. And, right. So it saves them money there, but. At the same time, some movies do need a reboot, though. I will give you absolutely, that, but, but very rarely. Yeah, like the new Dune reboot, like that makes sense, right? Absolutely, because I I do like practical effects. Right. I'm a huge fan of practical effects. Mm-hmm. I, the new Creep Show uh, series yeah. that's coming out on Shutter. I watched a trailer for it today. It has a ton. It looks like yeah. they worked entirely with practical effects. All which, pra- yeah, all practical. Well, that's like the benefit of streaming now is you can hit niche markets and like people right. will watch it they just want to see practical effects because it's more real to them absolutely so but having said that i do think <clears throat> the the cgi and everything the effects that went into it the first mm-hmm. one uh were essential right they were awesome the first time you get to see the deadlights mm-hmm. in a true and you didn't have that weird uh spider creature <laughs> that's that, true that yes. even tim curry hated <laughs> he said why am i a giant spider at the end of the movie yeah that's pretty rough he, he did suffer um of not having technology in his time but right i mean the new reboot they used a lot of practical stuff as well for yes. the blood and stuff like that so you can still see that especially in the scene when they're when they're in the haunted house and like the leg breaking and stuff like that like that right. was all practical so love it yeah that's yeah some of my favorite stuff so the second chapter i think is going to be even better uh, Bill Hader is in it. All star cast. Oh my god, I'm a huge. I, I feel like Bill Hader was such an under, like an underdog. Like mm-hmm. nobody really looked at him, and a lot of people wanted him for that role. Though ever since the first one came out, everyone was yes. like Bill Hader because they knew they were going to do a part two. Right. And same with Jas- Jessica Chastain. Like that was yep. the only other person I heard named for that, and they actually made it happen. So right. And um, I can't remember his name, but the guy that was in Split. Oh, James McAvoy. James yeah, that's, McAvoy. Yeah, that's a great cast, man. Yeah. It's going to be sick. Just For I'm, a horror movie, to have a cast like that in a horror movie is rare. Very right. rare to have A-list talent like that in a horror movie. So right. it's going to be crazy. Because I guess a lot of A-listers are kind of scared to not, well, <laughs> pun intended, scared <laughs> to do horror. But yeah. I guess, you know, some of it, some of the horror stuff can really mm-hmm. shink off into more, more deep water for people. Right, because like horrors looked at like, cheaply and they won't be like no i'm an artist yeah, you know I, I, I do drama because like it's, it's well known like you can make a shitty horror movie and make a ton of money right so it, it does get looked down in some aspects as an art um i'm sure to like actors and things like that and a lot of people break in in horror and i think that's another thing like oh yeah you break in on horror but like once you get up here you're doing drama and stuff like that right but uh to have a cast like this in an actual horror movie with like a, a killer clown and guts and blood like that's crazy yeah. yeah so i'm i'm over the moon excited about that one mm-hmm, uh september sure. 6th 
keep a lookout for is the for 2020 that or this year that's this year oh man that is <clears throat> very nice. soon yeah creeping <laughs> up uh september 6th it chapter two make sure you go see that nice uh another film i want to talk about that's coming out that i personally <laughs> have been more excited about than anything i feel like i've waited my whole life for it Three from Hell. Ooh, yes, the trilogy. The third installment of Rob Zombie's <laughs> masterpieces. Uh, Rob Zombie finally gets his trilogy. <laughs> yes, finally. And someone on this network finally gets to talk about Rob Zombie. Oh, like Bingy wasn't enough. I uh, know. Yep. Now you, got, now you have a whole show dedicated to it. Oh, man. <laughs> so the, this part, I he released his official trailer for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, they finally kind of revealed like the newspaper headlines. Mm-hmm. He's going very Charles Manson Love with it. it. Hollywood, yes, cult following, big time like satanic yeah. recovery mm-hmm. and all that. The Resurrection—that's what mm-hmm. it, that's the word he used. Satanic resurrection. Right, right. Because <clears throat> there's no way they should have lived. No. <laughs> but it makes sense. I mean, the, it's called the Devil's Rejects. Yeah. So. I mean, I, a lot of people are hung up on, like, how did they survive? How did they survive? Absolutely. And at first, I was the same way. I mean, obviously, they got, like, shot down with machine guns. Right. But it's literally called the Devil's Rejects. Like, that's yeah. the name. Like, they got rejected. Mm-hmm. Like, and now they're here. He like, has a song yeah. called The Devil's Rejects right. where he says hell doesn't want them. Right. And it's, boom. And I, you know. And I'm sure there's going to be some trippy Rob Zombie scene. Oh, yeah. Something that destroyed Halloween, too. But it's going to make sense here. They're going to yes. have the trippy... Where they go to hell and you have to be like, oh, was it because they were dying or did they really make a... Or did they really yes. make a pact with the devil? I'm sure that's how the movie starts. I mean, it's been set up yeah. that way, so... Because I'm, I'm a big fan of Rob. I, if, you know, I really am of his movies right. and everything. I, I like even his cartoon. Have you ever seen The Haunted World of El Super Bisto? No, but Bingy talks about it all the time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Great flick. Um, no, but I love Rob Zombie, too. This is his best series, The House yes. of a Thousand Corpses, Devil Rejects. Um, I even liked his Halloween. I liked his first one. I did. I was I a big the, fan of the first one. Yeah, I liked the realism. Halloween 2, he went to Rob Zombie with it. You know. It happens. And another one, Lords of Salem. A lot of people throw off on Lords of Salem because I think they expected it yeah. to be a horror movie. Well, And it was like an artistic film. Yeah, so I get that aspect of why people don't like it because it is um, especially like uh, paying homage to that old like Italian like yes. scream house horror and stuff like that yeah um but 31 i actually really like 31 oh, that man. one's really underrated 31 was so yeah. good it really combines like some of the best qualities of stuff like the most mm-hmm. dangerous game and right. he the man the thing i love most about him is how he films his stuff mm-hmm. he like 31 was filmed in two locations right. two abandoned buildings that he just changed rooms around yeah, that makes sense yeah yeah it so. was like 31's like the best of like all his films he like took like the best shots and like the best ideas and like yes tried to, like slam it into two rooms crammed it in there yeah and poncho moeller who played a uh, sick head who was the german oh, nazi yeah. the nazi midget, the nazi midget <laughs> that speaks spanish oh, oh yeah that's right so halfway through filming <laughs> uh Rob found out Poncho could speak Spanish and mm-hmm. was like, just occasionally do that. Yeah. <laughs> just throw that in there. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, 31, that's another one. I uh, I got one of those Fathom event tickets to go mm-hmm. watch that one. Well, uh, I think that's a, it's a, you have to respect Rob Zombie as a filmmaker as much as I hate to say it. Um, <laughs> for doing I finally so- got him to admit it. <laughs> for uh, doing something like 31 because 
he didn't have a he didn't have a budget. You know, he was right. coming off a couple flops in Halloween Two and Lords of Salem, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so he just condensed it down. And he still made something that was pretty good and that I enjoyed. So, right, uh, I'm glad that it helped him get his budget for Three from Hell. Yeah, so. definitely, because this is something people have wanted. And what what killed me is uh, before before Thirty One, mm-hmm. he did this special uh, Q and A mm-hmm. with a video. And one of the questions was, is there ever going to be a sequel to The Devil's Rejects? And he plain and simple was like, no, they died. Right. How are they supposed to? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was a big thing. It's like, no, they're dead, obviously. And then like two years later, boom, boom, three from hell. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm sure maybe at the time he didn't plan on doing it. I'm sure yeah. for a while he didn't plan on doing it. He, I mean, there I, was a, a movie he had in budget. Uh, I think it was called The Brooklyn Bruisers or okay. something. For years, he's tried to make this movie and he uh-huh. just, he doesn't like anything about it. And he uh-huh. said it probably won't ever get made. And right. that's when he said, when, when he first said he was doing an, another movie, Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I thought he was making this Groucho Marx movie because mm-hmm. uh, ba- he bought Groucho Marx's diary mm-hmm. and is making a movie based on his life. Okay. Yeah. But I think it's kind of smart that he did it because I feel like yeah. if he would have done that, it would have killed his career and he would have yeah. never got a budget ever again. Right. I think it was smart to go back to what you know and what got you there, and that's the reason he's able to do a high budget Three from Hell. Absolutely. And Three and, from Hell, it looks awesome. And it's a smarter move because now one day maybe you can do your Groucho thing. But if you right. would dope head first into that, like people would have been like, no, no, no. Yeah. You got to give the people a new, a, right. ultimately what they want. You got to remember what got you there. Yeah. And, you know. and I am glad, like, with his, with the House of a Thousand Corpses, the production of that was so long. Mm-hmm. He filmed forever and edited forever on that one. The first one? Yes. Yeah, that was his, that was the first thing he's ever filmed, right? Besides yes. just like little whatever music videos and stuff yeah. like that. Like and, he ha- and he hated it. Right. And it got torn apart on Rotten Tomatoes, which is another reason I don't even yeah. pay attention to Rotten Tomatoes anymore. <laughs> I, I kind of hate that that is our like critic yeah. of everything. Because it gave Spring Breakers like a 34%. Did you ever <laughs> see that movie, that James Franco yeah, movie? Yeah, I have. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> he gave that thirty four percent, but then gave House of a Thousand Corpses eleven. Oh yeah, I was like, okay, you know what? Fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so, um, so this, I, I'm very excited about it, and a lot of his other movies, he spent no more than a month filming. Oh right, yeah, that's what I heard with a uh, thirty one as well. It was yes, very short, twenty eight days to film thirty one, wow. and uh, he filmed The Devil's Rejects in thirty days. Damn, there's a whole documentary called Thirty Days in Hell. Damn. Where he filmed, yeah. That's he, crazy. Yeah, so he's, and uh, Sherry Moon has actually said before that through most of his filming, she has no idea what what's happening. That's crazy. She's just like, he knows what he's doing. And right. then when it gets released, <laughs> she's like, oh, that's what you, okay. <laughs> it's like, say these lines. Yeah. This camera's going to do a thing. <laughs> and that's one, another thing he said. He said, everybody wants to be in a horror movie. Until, especially a Rob Zombie, everybody wants to be in a Rob Zombie horror movie until you've laid there for three hours covered in blood and shit and the cold. And right. Then you don't really want to do it anymore, <laughs> everybody's. And that's when they're getting paid. Yeah, and that's when they're getting paid for it. Like, come on now. Yeah. So, Fathom Events has a special three-day showing of this, mm-hmm. uh, September 16th through the 18th of this year. Um, you can get on Fathom Events and look up Three from Hell. Each night has something different. Uh, the first night, the first 50 people in the movie theater get a special poster 
mm. from the thing, and he does a special video intro. So I will be fighting anyone <laughs> that tries to get in front of me in line at the movie theater. Uh, and then on the 17th, he does a uh, special Q&A intro at the beginning. Mm. Oh, okay. And then on the 18th, they're doing a double feature of The Devil's Rejects and Three from Hell. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so get you some grindhouse <laughs> action in. Come watch The Devil's Rejects double feature. But September 16th through the 18th, get on Fathom Events and check out Three from Hell from Rob Zombie because it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, he did something similar with 31 as well, right? Yeah, he did yeah. the Fathom event. I don't even know. Did it go to theater? No, I think it went straight to like some streaming service, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. He just he gets his money in that three days. Yeah. And he's like, sweet. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, was, it was for a streaming service, yeah. yeah. It was like a co-promotion thing. I don't remember. It, it might have been Shudder. The I'm man not, knows what he's sure, doing. Yeah. I'll give, I will give him that. Yeah. He knows what the fuck he's doing. Right. Respect the hustle. Yeah. So I guess so. There's two movies you can check out that are coming out, but mm-hmm. I'd like to give you something you can go home tonight Ooh. and check out. Yeah, something. And we were talking about Meth Gators. Yes, just we were. a little earlier that have co-conspirated with the uh, with the skunk ape, <laughs> obviously. Um, yeah, the forming the Legion of Doom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, Swamp Gators and the Skunk Ape will be the downfall of the Union. Um, so in 1959. Mm. There was a wonderful movie titled The Alligator People. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is one. Please go out, check out The Alligator People, (laughs) because this is a movie about a mad scientist that kidnaps this woman uh, and starts shooting her up with alligator genes mm, okay yeah so is that he, how that works yeah you just have to get shoot alligator her, shoot, her up, shoot her up with alligator dna <laughs> yeah and then, and then obviously they turn in to alligators oh the 50s yeah so he's trying to build a, an alligator army alligator Ooh. people army mm. uh, to take over the world because that's what mad scientists do it's true pinky in the brain style but he didn't know the money is in meth gators. Yeah, that's I mean, that, man. You don't have to turn people with free will into alligators. Yeah. That's that's how you get Killer Croc. Yeah, you need destroying machines. You can't yeah. have your alligators having a consciousness. That's just weird. Yeah, that's not what they're here for. <laughs> alligators are cold-blooded killing machines. And, right. that's, and you give them meth? Now you're trying to... Yeah, no. <laughs> dude, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> It's game over. That's the apocalypse. <laughs> that is the apocalypse. Meth gators, they'll sprout <laughs> wings and be able to fly. We'll have dragons. It, like, no one saw it coming, but it makes perfect sense. J.R.R. Tolkien's just jerking <laughs> off somewhere right now. Like, yeah, the dragons are coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so man. the alligator people from 1959. Definitely go give that a watch. Let's check that one out. Yeah, because it's a great one. It's one of those old, it's black and white, so mm-hmm. you're going to have to get, you know, obviously right but you might be able to find a colorized version of it now they might be like in 1992 we'll all be alligator people they were way off base dude (laughs) those are my favorite things like ooh, in the in the far off future of the 80s in 1988 (laughs) flying cars and definitely not a lot of hairspray and definitely not a lot of hairspray at all like yeah. <laughs> hairspray is what led to us not having flying cars in the two thousands. Right in the hole in the ozone. Thanks. In nineteen eighty eight, there will be world peace. Not shh. <laughs> <laughs> Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Fuck peace. <laughs> you don't know shit about Disney World. Shout. See, I watched Shout. that. Yeah. <laughs> Shout at <the> devil. <laughs> oh, eighties. The eighties, bro. <laughs> It's the res- that's the result of climate change direct, directly <laughs> the from 80s. the 80s <laughs> blame them mm. 
Oh, man. So lots of good titles to go check out this summer and fall and one to check out tonight. There you go. The Alligator People. There you go. So let's do some old plugaroos here of the people that make this show possible. We've got our awesome people over at Joe Shirt. Mm-hmm. He's a screen printing company, and yeah? does all kinds of stuff. All sorts of things. Not just shirts. They'll print anything for you if, uh, for the right price. Yeah, I've been on his website and checked it out a couple nice. of times now. Yeah, I think I'm going to start getting some stickers and stuff for him in the future. For sure. Get that half discount. Yeah. <laughs> so go to JoeShirt.com, or I know you can find him on Facebook at Joe Shirt. Mm-hmm. So look that up. Uh, we have the Black Cat Curiosities and Oddities in Oneida, Tennessee, mm-hmm. who also run outbreak on maine which is a haunted house right there in oneida tennessee same building yeah in the same building shop in the front haunted house in the back yeah i just saw their setup uh i can't wait to go down there and see it in person oh yeah looking to do some stuff down there this fall some spooky shit awesome mo (laughs) mo and ella mullis two very fantastic people uh, we'll be doing an event with them mm-hmm. coming up uh, October 12th. We're going to be at the Oneida Zombie mm-hmm. Fest. Uh, Outlander will be set up, and I will be hosting yeah. that bad boy. Yeah. yeah. Then, let's see. We- uh, Alien Expo coming up. That's our next one. Yeah. August 17th and 18th, which I'm sure Chris will be there with oh, his, yeah. his uh, oh, yeah, lovely Roswell. co-host, Roswell. Yeah. Making you- a live appearance, Roswell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alien Expo, if you don't let me in... <laughs> Roswell. <laughs> no, we're, we're already in. We're already in. We'll oh, be okay. good. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry, I didn't mean to get so hostile. Alien Expo. That's my bad. So August 17th and 18th yep. at the Knoxville Convention Center. There you go. Um, we actually are doing another one coming up August 3rd. That's the weekend after. Yeah. Oh, no. August we- 3rd. Oh, no. Yeah. That's August, coming up. Yeah, that's coming up uh, two weekends from now, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, August 3rd, the Glam Glow Alternative Fashion Show and Beauty Pageant. Ooh. Yeah. Sponsored by uh, Southern Bell Events and Envied Fashion. In the Envy go. Clothing Company with Sarah Claxton. You'll be hosting that one as well. Right? I am. Mm-hmm. I am the uh, the William Shatner from Miss Congeniality <laughs> for, for their pageant. <laughs> so, and I'm hoping to maybe get to sit down and do some interviews with some of them there you go. next week. So, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. August 3rd on that one. And then CreepyCon, mm-hmm. August 23rd through the 25th. Yeah. Uh, if I haven't said this enough, I'll be hosting that one as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Host, host, host. Host, host, host. The ghost host with the most, Yost. So (laughs) that's going to be at Chill Howie Park at the Exposition Center at the Jacobs Building. That's the weekend after Alien Expo, so yeah. that'll be a fun two weeks. Yeah, man, and then two weeks before the, the Alien Expo, we got the Glam Glow. That's also at the Jacobs Building. Oh, wow, what a busy August. Yeah, August is going to be busy as shit for us. That is uh, then tiring. We get, then we get a little reprieve, and then we're into Zombie Fest. Right. So and that's going to be awesome. Yeah, we have a busy summer doing horror stuff, and then the horror months come up. Yeah, so. and then the horror months come up, so we're going to get uber busy. we we all spooky around East Tennessee. Heck yeah, we're going to go to Haunted House. Houses and everything. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, buddy. Oh, so let's see here. We've got these conventions coming up. I guess we could talk about them some. Mm-hmm. Uh, one we just did, Fanboy Expo. Yeah, let's talk Fanboy. That was fun. Yeah, Fanboy was so much fun. the The people there are awesome. I always love going to the Fanboy Expo every mm-hmm. year. They always have awesome guests. And a few actually sat down with us. Uh, gave us the time of day. Gave us some time to sit down and chat with them. Uh, Mr. Doug Bradley and Nick Castle. Oh, snap. Yeah, which uh, Pinhead and the OG original gangster Michael Myers. And he also played him in the reboot, yeah. the 2018 one. So how about that, bringing it back? Yeah. 
both great guys. They did sit down with us, gave us some awesome interviews. That'll be coming up here in just a little while, so stick around for that. Yeah, at the end of this episode. That's right. Um, and you are talking about your creature features earlier. Um, they're also announced two new Halloween movies yes. that Blumhouse is doing, and hopefully we'll see Nick Castle in those as well. Heck yeah. John Carpenter's doing them, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Yes. So, yeah. And I just recently watched the reboot of Halloween, that 2018 one. It's pretty good. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. See, that's the that's one of the only ones I haven't got to check out. Oh, really? Out yet. Yeah, 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 you should check it out. Halloween. I, I really want to. There's okay. a few moments that didn't sell me at first, but then like it takes a turn. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sold now. Now <laughs> this is sold. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's see. So, Fanboy was killer. Mm-hmm. You guys spent all three days there. Yeah, we were right. the Haffle Boys and Corey from Phantasm were there Friday and Saturday. Yes. Uh, we were just going around giving people our cards and stuff like that. Um, we did a live podcast, the newest Haffle Fly from from Fanboys up there. Yes. Um, talked to a bunch of people. And like the whole time we were there, we were like shouting out to Doug Bradley because he kept having to walk by our booth because we were right by the entrance. <laughs> so I think you getting to interview him at the end was like the perfect cherry on top of the cake right or on the sunday uh, for the events it was a dougie b weekend for yeah us. That dougie yeah. b weekend yeah came i slipped that in there when i think you know you can listen to that if you can catch it is it in the up. interview i do i call him dougie b <laughs> for, <laughs> for one quick moment yeah so like his booth was like diagonal from us and like all weekend we'd just be like dougie b and he'd be like hey what's up it's like, yeah. but he's british yeah dude i did I never knew that, which I know is weird because I'm like a huge fan of the Hellraiser series, right. and like he doesn't really have a British accent in the series, you no. know. And then like so, as soon as he started talking, I was like, "Oh my god!" He became so much more elegant. Yeah, <laughs> we came up, and he's like, "Why should I allow you to interview me? Like, <laughs> Why should oh, I allow you?" Shit. Here? I was like, "Shit, you shouldn't. We are not worthy." <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I shouldn't even be here anymore. Never mind. Like, I'll just leave. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get out of here. I'm sorry. I wasted your time. But he was cool as fuck, man. Yeah, like, all those people and uh, trying to get interviews from people that know you're trying to interview them mm. is one of the most awkward things ever that's why i'm glad we waited just till sunday like yeah. um, I, I think that's the only reason we got them is because it was sunday and we put in like the footwork the first two days and sunday's always the slow day sunday's the day to go mm-hmm. you know the little little tidbit for going to conventions mm-hmm. if someone you you absolutely want to see isn't going to be there on sunday i understand you're going on saturday mm-hmm. but go on sunday nobody all the events all the stuff's over on sunday so nobody's really there to pump up the costume contest right. and everything everyone's already made their money you get hella free shit you get to meet hella people for free like yeah sundays are great slip in there on sunday that's a little tip from scared stupid There's, yeah go to the cons on sunday because that's when you get the most face time with people it's the it's the most chill day and if you get a big name celebrity that stays for all three days like a doug bradley or nick castle you, you know get some quality time with them yeah so it's just fun stuff sundays are the days to go for sure though i heard jim Cornette left early i heard he He's, threw yeah, a ninny boo boo hissy fit yeah he got lost he got right. lost he couldn't find the convention center and he, he caused a racket <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah apparently yeah he got lost and he thought like we were playing like people were playing a prank on him that there wasn't really a expo going on <laughs> <laughs> we played a great joke on jim Cornette. <laughs> well let's, let's, let's yeah we'll take responsibility right now atlander media yeah. played the prank on jim Cornette that I, made him leave <laughs> i gotta tell you i found out i do have a connection with jim Cornette. oh no yeah and it's not an awesome one. <laughs> oh, you, no. and you can you can look it up uh that this this happened and he he doesn't really love talking about it but I'm sure um, 
So years ago, Terry Landell uh-huh. out here, if you know who right. that is. Great. Oh, I've heard this story. Yeah. I didn't know where you're going. Yep. He's a, yeah, Terry Landell's a great human being uh, that's a giant piece of shit. Actually, you um, know Chase is related to him, right? Is he? Yes. So this is really? a crazy connection of a story. That's about insane. The, yes. yes, Chase so, is really- So my dad used to run a wrestling show. Okay. Terry Landell stole my dad's ring. He was supposed to pay him for it and <laughs> never did. He bought his ring that he uses. That's so one night he books Jim Cornette. Mm-hmm. Jim Cornette's doing his normal shit out in the parking lot, throwing a fucking fit, trying right. to fight Terry Landell. Okay. So my cousin Michael uh-huh. is running sound for this show. Okay. Jim Cornette gets in his car and tries to hit Terry Landell with his car. <laughs> yeah. He misses Terry Landell and hits my cousin Michael oh, with wow. his car. Dude, I've heard Chase tell this story from like the other end, like <laughs> so, the same exact story. That's hilarious. Yeah. So like my cousin Michael's an enormous pillhead now because <laughs> Jim Cornette <laughs> hit him with his fucking car. But to be fair, he's in the wrestling business. That's a 50-50 yeah, to begin with. <laughs> but now he, he got he got asked yeah. about this, and Jim was like, oh, yeah, that was just some old pillhead from North City. Oh, like, that's hilarious. Well, he wasn't a pillhead till you wrecked him and then he got on pills through the doctor and the doctor took him away yeah so so chase told me that story because because like he's really like second uncle or something is terry landell mm-hmm. um but when he tells the story he's like yeah terry landell probably deserved it but right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he didn't know that the that he actually hit a guy he thought he'd never hit him i never heard that yeah side of it but yeah so like yeah chase was related to terry landell and he got him into like his first wrestling show like in knoxville got to meet like the ultimate warrior and right. stuff and chase told me that story and it's interesting now to hear a, a, a new <laughs> yeah. perspective on that story small world huh <laughs> Yeah, and East Tennessee wrestling. And it all bottoms down to, wow, Jim Cornette. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, he's trying to protect his brand. Yeah, he's just trying to protect his brand. <laughs> Flipping out at a Sonic. And a, no, it was a McDonald's, wasn't it? Yeah, that yeah. He, yeah, that he owned. Okay. That's what he does now. <laughs> That's what he does now. Let's <laughs> get mad at people, and people throw fake conventions and invite him. Oh, yeah, that, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was hilarious when, like, Sammy Callahan, like, spit on him and flipped him off. <laughs> Got fired from Major League Wrestling. That was great. <laughs> Don't hold a grudge or anything. Yeah, but that's man. what I—that's what I've heard. That's the story. Is that he thought someone was playing a prank on him because he couldn't find the convention center. Oh man, Fanboy Expo! What a weekend! <laughs> it's, we fanboy, had a good weekend. So. Yeah, it's always a good time. I don't know about you, Jim. Yeah, I don't know about you, Jim, <laughs> but <laughs> we sure had a good time. Yeah, I know a couple of the wrestlers had to drop out, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Harley Race, yeah, he got sick, and then he couldn't show up. And, yeah, and he's poor Harley. Right yeah. He, yeah, Harley's a great guy, too. I I got to work with a lot of these old school guys when right. I was in it, so a, a lot of them are really cool. There's mm-hmm. a few of them that, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, that's any business. Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, like Harley's known for being like a badass. So, like, oh, yeah. We all wanted to meet him and try to like win him over because he's known for just like fighting people. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, Harley Race is great. Right. <laughs> so, Fanboy Weekend great time i think it's time we can lead these people mm-hmm. down this path and let them hear the amazing interviews that we got this weekend at the fanboy expo with doug bradley nick castle and rose machario miss rose has a book that is releasing mm-hmm. on september 3rd and uh i'll be hosting that show yeah she's throwing a little shindig yeah she's throwing a book release party uh, a bunch of people are going to be performing on it bunch I'll of cool be bands it. yeah cool bands i am uh, performing in a tenacious d cover band called the handsome night lobsters you know sam was also in a tenacious d cover band 
Really? Yeah, you should definitely hit him up about it. I need to I need, like, say, I'll slip him in. On, he, he can join the handsome night lobsters. Oh, dude, he, he kills it. He, should, he goes off on tangents because he's memorized all the songs and he's play them, dude. It's hilarious. You should definitely get him to do it one time. Yeah, I got to get him to I gotta get <laughs> Sam all riled up. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to sit down now and uh, check in with Doug Bradley and Nick Castle and Rose Machario. Good stuff. Yeah. What's going on guys? Chris Bell again with uh, formerly known as Scared Stupid. Now the podcast is called Up and Coming Fella. <laughs> I'm sitting, I have just went we named. Yeah, so Doug Bradley endorses Young and Up and Coming Fella. So, <laughs> absolutely. As this old and down and going fella. <laughs> Doug Bradley, you're my new favorite person. So I... I'm sitting here with Pinhead, the original Hellraiser, 
And Bradley, let me ask you, what are some of your, other than your own, what are some of your favorite horror movies? Top, like top three favorites. Shit. Uh, <laughs> my favorite uh, still is I think I am about to buy friends. Absolutely. Can I do it Ghost movies, haunted house movies. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So in the Innocence. There we go. From 1962, directed by John Clayton, with Deborah Carr and some Michael Redgrave. I won't get out of here alive if I don't mention Silence of the Lambs. I cut my teeth in horror. Dracula has risen from the grave. Peter Cushing is my yes. My God. <laughs> so that's uh, that's a quick wrap back. Absolutely, it's up. It's a wall. That's perfect. And I gotta say, I cut my teeth on you actually in the horror industry. My mother let me watch Hellraiser when I was four years old. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any advice? I blame the parents of America. Yeah, Thanks, mom. <laughs> All right, last one for you, Doug. Thank you so much for what, what the fuck sense did you make of Hellraiser? I didn't. I was terrified, and then they took me to church, too. <laughs> straight after? Yeah, straight after. They're like, that's okay. That was the Cinebrite. The Cinebrite's the devil. So your Sunday morning yeah. was breakfast, horror film, yeah, church. in church. <laughs> My grandfather was a Baptist preacher, so. So was mine. Look at that. Did we just bond? I think we did there. That's nice. Doug Bradley, what uh, what advice can you give up and coming for people in, in your best pin head uh, mindset? What what kind of advice can you give to want to get into this? To up and coming fellows? Yeah. Gals. I don't know. I would Keep on coming. <laughs> Just keep, keep on, on coming, coming, everybody. <laughs> Doug, thank you so much. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. You're welcome. Here we are with Young and Up and Coming Thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>